0: you for tuning into the right way podcast where our theme is 10 minutes of healing the right way on this program we'll interview folks who have been through some pain like my beautiful false youth and who have turned that pain into power to learn more about our organization and our mission please visit our website at therightwayfoundation.org. Folks, Frank Vega here with you for Right Way Podcast, where our theme is healing the right way. Ten minutes of pain to power. We have an awesome guest goes by the name of Callie. Uh, first name really is Bernice. Uh, she's been with us for five, six, seven years. I don't know. She's like family. Um, probably she'll remember the date of how long she's been in our program. But this young lady is awesome. I'm going to let her give you her resume or her bio and what she does for a living to pay the bills. But let's welcome Bernice, a.k.a. Callie. How are you doing, Callie?
1: What's going on?
0: It's going good. First, I want to thank you for being in here, uh, sharing uh, your past, your childhood. Um, But who is Callie? Share with the audience who you are.
1: Well, I started calling myself Callie back when I was in foster care, living at a shelter on Gower Street in Hollywood. Because I was dating a girl at the time and she was... You know, calling me Callie because she was from Brooklyn. That's how I got my name.
0: Awesome. <laughs> I didn't know that story. Wow. That's yeah. pretty cool. Didn't now did you call her Brooklyn?
1: Yeah, I called her Brooklyn.
0: Brooklyn Callie. Word. It wasn't no yeah. East Coast, West Coast beef. Oh, nah. I'm just <laughs> all right. Well, Callie, you know our theme is ten minutes of healing the right way, going from pain to power. Let's talk about you said childhood. You was in a shelter in Hollywood, foster care system. What happened?
1: Um, basically when I was around 13, 14. I ended up having to leave my parents, my dad, because of abuse. And then from there, I was just in foster care. And sometimes you couldn't find a, a place, you know, fast enough for youth. So they had to um, put you in the shelter. And I had to be in the shelter for like a good couple of months. until they found me a good home.
0: Home. Now, was it a good home?
1: I don't think so. I don't think that it was a great home. Yeah, I didn't like it. I Honestly, it's been so long. I can't really remember where I went after Gower in Hollywood, but I, um, but I know I didn't like it because I definitely didn't stay.
0: Wow, okay. And then how many homes were you in after that? Was it multiple homes or?
1: Yeah. Well, basically I was in a home and by the time I became like, like I said, I was 13, 14. By the time I became, cause I was literally in, probably in foster care for like three years. By the time I became like 16, I tried to go back to my dad at the age of 17 or like going on 17. It didn't work out. I went back actually, but it didn't work out. And I tried to go stay with my mom and she couldn't accept the fact that I was gay. So when I was 17, um, I opened up my case again and I went and told them what was going on. They opened my case and I didn't want to go to downtown spot where they had all the kids holding, holding all the kids there. So I left and a homegirl told me about a lady who has her license for foster youth. And I found my own place and I was staying on Vermont the 60th until I became 18 in foster care.
0: Wow. So your mom, sadly, threw you to the side due to your sexuality.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, she couldn't take that or she didn't understand that and still can't to this day.
0: I, I hate to that, ask a dumb question, but, you know, how, how was that not being accepted by your own biological mom?
1: Well, when I was younger, it didn't really bother me. But as I became an adult, it bothered me a lot. Um, in fact, I've I dealt with questioning my own sanity and sexuality because of it.
0: Well, I see today you're a very positive role model for the LGBTQ community. You proud, you know? Do you put it now, you're a rapper, you're an artist, Uh but we didn't even talk about that. Do you put that in your lyrics about your sexuality or you just flow? and just like, I'm just talking about life. Yeah, I
1: just just flow, talk about life. Um, When I think about community, LGBTQ community, or just any type of community, I first think about the black community. I'm not, like my sexuality isn't something that I want to flaunt about in respect to everybody, but that's just me.
0: I got you. I hear you and we've talked about this just for the audience, we've talked about your sexuality and uh, uh, blackness, and you know, I love the way you 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 identify as black first if then LGBTQT. Because some people identify use as LGBTQT. I'm like, no, that's they're black first, you know, or they're brown first. Yeah,
1: like if I was to get pulled over, they're gonna say a black woman. You know what I'm saying? They're not gonna say, oh, a LGBTQ community woman.
0: Correct. They're not gonna do that. So how'd you stay positive, you know? Sadly, mom disowned you from your sexuality, you know, abuse from your father. You're, you're always positive, smiling with the big, awesome teeth, grills that we always play with and bag on each yeah. other. How how do you stay positive?
1: Coming up as a child, I don't remember how I stayed positive. I was just in the streets. But now I just, um, I stay busy, and I make sure I focus on the good things in life and the things that I want. It hasn't been easy, you know what I'm saying? I've been through trials, tribulations, coming up as an adult, 26 years old, but... I think about what I could be doing better every day.
0: Mm -hmm. Awesome. Uh, You know, for my audience, we love Callie. Callie's one of our strongest alumni. Uh, When she walks into our building, she lights up the room. I know from personal experience uh, what she has been through. I've seen a lot of hurt and pain in you, Callie. But now over the years, as we got to know you better, we see a lot more smiles. Uh, Share with some wisdom for our audience and our former foster youth who are going to be listening in to this.
1: This is my advice. You'll never be younger than you were yesterday. So treat your time preciously. You know, we have this instinct in life where we know what we're doing is wrong. Whenever you have that instinct, you should pay attention to your first mind.
0: I, I understand that. Hopefully the audience understands that. But, you know, me growing up on the streets, gangbanging and doing some negative things due to my abuse that my mom gave on me. I remember when we used to put in work, what we called in the hood, and we would go, go put in work. And I knew, don't jump into that car. And then when I would jump into that car, bam, I get popped. Right. So as I got older, I start to know, don't do certain things. And next thing you know, it was, some, it was signals and life and the universe was telling me. God was telling me, don't do it.
1: Yeah, sometimes don't, people don't pay attention to that first mind. And that's what I'm saying. Pay attention to your first mind. Pay attention to the things that you know you should be not doing. Okay. And not do it.
0: Awesome. Well, now we got you into a program called Operation Guide, And this program for our, our listeners is where our foster youth, emancipated foster youth like Callie, is going to give back to our high school foster youth. We're going to be a mentor. And, you know, in the last 10 years, we've never asked anything from you guys. We just la- love to provide and show you the way. What do you want to get out of this mentoring program, mentorship program?
1: At first I thought, like, I ain't really want to get nothing out of it, but I do want to get something out of it. I really want to... Um, embody patience in my life but I also want to give back the knowledge that I have to the youth but I really want to know the world of patience and you know um, preserving thyself you know what I'm saying Mm
0: -hmm. so you want to you you want to learn that and share that with the younger population
1: well because the younger population they're not going to understand patience I'm I'm learning patience because I'm dealing with the younger folks but I'm also giving them you know, my knowledge coming
0: up. Awesome. And you currently work at a group home. Yeah. How's that experience?
1: It can be triggering. It can
0: be triggering. awesome.
1: Yeah. I think, man. Now, do you
0: understand what we go through as staff now? You get a clear picture sometime when we was dealing with you when you were younger?
1: Yeah, definitely understand. I definitely understand both ends of the stick.
0: And we purposely put you there to work in this group home (laughs) because we know you're mature enough. You're a leader. And then we also want to give you a little taste, and not a name, <laughs> a little taste of what we go through. And you work for an awesome group home, Lori Dangerfield. Dangerfield, I've known since about 1995. One of the best group homes in South Central, and we don't have that many of. I promise you, we don't have that many of many good group homes. We have a lot of group homes since we're the largest foster care system in the nation, but many positive group homes. And that's a strong black lady, Lori, who really cares. Do you sense that too when you work for Lori? Because you work for Lori.
1: Yes, Lori is very great with me and she's very um, understanding of, I love the fact that she's understanding of my life out of that job.
0: Awesome. Well, I want to thank Callie for blessing us, you know, we've been having some awesome alumni, uh, and I don't want to choke up, and you know, uh, but we're very thankful for you, Kelly. Yeah. And we, we love, I love personally to see your growth, where you come from, from the first day you enrolled in our program, being yeah. mad at me and talking smack yeah, uh, to now where you're at right now. So thank you. Uh, God bless and thank you once again for just blessing us. Any final words you want to say for the audience?
1: Yeah, I just want to say shout out to the Right Way Foundation. Shout out to Franco and Andrea, Marcella, and so many more. Um, I just appreciate you guys and helping me with my, in my growth. Well, thank you. God mm-hmm.
0: bless. All Have right. a great day. tuning into the Right Way Podcast, 10 minutes of healing the right way. And we invite you to come back every week. Read more about us and our mission at therightwayfoundation.org.